there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. VEASAN has a podcast up your bet college hoops. VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast. Each week, Tim Murray, Matt Humans, Adam Burke give you three episodes breaking down games, finding value, going over props as well, and futures. Check it out wherever you get your podcast. VEASAN's College Basketball Betting Pod. All right, obviously heavy, heavy college basketball today. Two hours left on the program. We'll talk about the rest of the games that we haven't touched on so far during today's show, and Julian Edlow is kind enough to wake up early with us from DraftKings on the East Coast. Uh, Julian, nice job yesterday. Uh, so you were you were fading Iowa uh, yesterday, and you you believed in Auburn and, and and the team there to get the job done minus one on the money line. They did. Do you like them again to come right back against Houston now, a banged up one seed on Saturday? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it was funny. I was I was just getting ready to go to bed last night and I see within like a one minute span the first the tweet from Tracy Wolfson, who was doing the the sideline reporting for that Houston game, that it is not only Sasser uh, with the, the re-injury of the groin, but also shed now his knee is a concern for Houston. Uh, I see that tweet. I'm like, wow, I wonder mm-hmm. what this number is going to open up. I scroll down. First thing I see is DK Sportsbook. We've opened up. Uh, Auburn plus eight against uh, mm-hmm. against Houston, a number that has come crashing down. You see it right there, five and a half. Um, so I immediately jumped on Auburn. I, I This is not a team that I thought I would be backing the first two rounds, but uh, they looked pretty good in watching the game. Uh, my The part of my handicap that that would be a home game for Auburn certainly proved true. That was a pro-Auburn crowd, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even more than I thought. And Houston just looked shook in in that game. I know you don't want to bet on them to be that bad twice, like they should bounce back. But it's not most times that a team that looks rusty in the first round has to then go play the Saturday night, essentially road game, now with two of their best players dinged up. So 
Houston, just with that pace, that offense, they're not a team that wins by margin generally anyway. So now you're getting a hot team in the SEC that's at home, and I, I just think that Auburn is definitely live to win this game. And uh, anything five and a half or better, I'm, I'm on board with. Yep, I'll agree with you on that one. Uh, it's unfortunate with the road scenario, as you mentioned. How about Duke against Tennessee? Did you think the number was too short? So, it, like, looking at, this is one of those things, how quickly things change, because looking at the futures markets, when we talked yesterday, we were talking some of those Elite Eight and Sweet 16 markets. Tennessee was a little bit heavier of a favorite to make the Sweet 16 compared to Duke. Now, maybe some of that is that Oral Roberts was arguably the, the better team that these guys had to face off in the first round. But uh, Duke obviously had their way with Oral Roberts. The defense looks good. And Tennessee, per usual, struggling in the tournament, mm-hmm. unable mm-hmm. to score and, and make that a game late. So uh, Duke is going to be a pretty uh, popular public square play on Saturday, whatever you want to call it. You look great in the first round. You're Duke. People are going to bet on you. Um, yeah, well said. I just, yeah, after, after what we saw uh, on Thursday, I, I can't trust this Tennessee team. You have your senior you know, point guard going down for the year. That's a huge piece. And Duke just seems to be peaking at, at the right time. They're getting all those freshmen uh, in line. They're playing defense. They're making shots. Uh, I, I, I had to go Duke here. One more game mm-hmm. on Saturday. Uh, Furman, extremely fortunate to be here. I don't know. I mean, nobody in the country has any idea what the kid was doing from Virginia at the end of that game to throw it up like that. Regardless, Furman got the win, and so they play San Diego State. Mountain West, again, yesterday, fell on their faces. And uh, it was a miraculous cover for San Diego State and those who had minus four or four and a half in that game. Um, do you want to fade the Aztecs here? Do you believe in Furman? Do you like the points? What's your What's your betting angle here with this game? So first of all, on the Kihei Clark pass, I, I saw this tweet from Jim Root yesterday asking, does Kihei Clark have the best and worst pass in tournament history? Because yeah, yeah. you remember that Elite Eight game against Purdue, I had a Virginia future that year. I saw the ball go into the backboard. I was like, well, there goes that. Mm-hmm. He somehow gets that pass across for Virginia to win that game. And then yesterday, it's like, what is this fifth-year point guard doing? Um, so I, I just thought that that switch to have maybe the best and worst pass in tournament history is pretty ridiculous, but switching over to this game, I, I like Furman as a team. I think they're pretty good. They're, uh, you know, a veteran led team. They have decent talent. They take and make a lot of threes. And when we're looking at this, uh, San Diego state is a pretty similar matchup to Virginia. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the mountain West trends, mm-hmm. you guys throw them out there. East Coast, I don't watch a ton of San Diego State. I've seen them enough to know that, you know, they're built the way that they usually are most of these years, which is somewhat similar to Virginia. So when you have the full week off, maybe between the round of 32 uh, and the Sweet 16 game, you can maybe reset and game plan for something else. For a quick turnaround, this is a pretty good matchup for Furman to just regroup and play. So I would take the points with with Furman here. I'm probably not as passionate about it as as Auburn and Duke, um, but this will be a play for me on Saturday, taking some points with Furman. I think it could be a similar type of game to Virginia, and maybe you just don't get lucky at the end with that type of scenario to actually win the game. Yeah, totally agree. Good breakdown there. How about today? We start the day with USC and Michigan State. I also like Michigan State. You like Michigan State. Can I interest you on the Spartans 15-1 to to win the region at DraftKings? 
I'm not going to say no to that uh, it, because this is the most open region. We've been saying it all along. I think Purdue has has a chance to be the first one seed to go down. Um, I do like Marquette a lot. We'll see what they are. But we, we just have more inconsistent teams in, in this region, it feels like. So Michigan State, in terms of this game, I like the spot a lot for them. They're, they're coming off a bad loss to Ohio State. They're going to be well-rested for this game, uh, have a bad taste in their mouth coming out. It's in Columbus, Ohio, so geographically obviously favorable to, to Michigan State. And USC has just kind of been all over the place. Bad loss in the Pac-12 tournament to Arizona State. Drew Peterson's been hurt these last few games. I don't think there's any other way around it. One of their best players is you know, not out with an injury but playing hurt, and he hasn't been himself for a few games now. So I think that's a big advantage for a veteran Michigan State team. And then it just comes down to that, that backcourt. Um, the backcourt for Michigan State, they're veterans. They shoot the ball well. They make their free throws. I, I trust Michigan State to advance in this spot. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Julian Edlow, our guest from DraftKings, running down today's slate now in college basketball. When the 8-9 popped, Memphis, Florida Atlantic, I think everybody collectively like went, oh my God, I can't believe that that's the matchup in the first round. Okay, but now we can bet on this stuff, obviously. And when the number popped, Memphis is obviously red hot. They're going to be a short favorite in this game. Uh, do you like the red hot Tigers here taking on an FAU team that, I mean, some people are saying that they would be, you know, above 500 in the Big Ten. They'd be, uh, you know, a, a pick them basically in a neutral against a team like K-State. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm going with the hot Memphis team here. Uh, you know, I... It worries me a little bit, I guess, that everybody seems to be on them. And a lot of it is because not only is Memphis hot, a lot of people just don't know much about FAU. Mm -hmm. But I hope I'm not too high on Memphis because I want Memphis to get Purdue so much. Because we talked yesterday about Sweet 16 futures. Mm -hmm. I have one on Memphis. Mm -hmm. I think they're the type of team that could beat Purdue in this tournament. Um, again, the veteran backcourt, that's what you like in, in, uh, March with, with Kendrick Davis, who's going to be the best player on the floor. FAU had that road win at Florida. That was impressive early in the season. Uh, but the record, I, I don't want to compare them to Charleston. Maybe that's downing them a little bit, but the yes. record a lot like Charleston, you see them come out, play a good game, but ultimately fall short. I just think a more physical team with these vets like Memphis uh, is is going to have enough to get it done. Uh, FAU just hasn't seen anything like this in, in too long for me. I, I would say much better league, though, but I understand yeah. where you're going with, with Charleston and, yep. and Florida Atlantic, though, as well. How about VCU and St. Mary's? Yeah, this one came came crashing down when uh, when we were putting the numbers out on DK Sportsbook as the bracket was being revealed. I saw the VCU uh, plus six and plus 200 money line come out on DK Sportsbook once they announced that matchup and, and grabbed that immediately. But I'm, I'm all right with the four. Uh, I, I think this is a very winnable game for, for VCU. I just I don't get the St. Mary's love completely. Mm-hmm. I, I know what the, the analytics say. They're an analytics darling. <laughs> but uh, I mean, Gonzaga to win the West Coast Conference was one of my bigger bets of of the season. I just thought if we saw a number like that preseason, what what would you say? I, they were like minus a thousand preseason, and uh, Gonzaga ultimately was easily the right side in that game. St. Mary's couldn't score, and they're known for their defense, but they could not stop Gonzaga. Now VCU is not Gonzaga, but they are going to press full court for the whole game. 
get St. Mary's to uh, into some turnovers. So for an offense that already isn't that great, to start turning the ball over and give VCU any points in transition is going to be a nightmare for them. Um, I think an Ace Baldwin VCU could have the best uh, player on the floor. I know Aiden Mahaney is a big deal out there, the freshman. But I, I think that VCU, uh, you know, these teams are a lot closer than than the number says, and I'm willing to ride with BCU. St. Mary's, by the way, 2 p.m. tip in in Albany, coming yeah. from out west. Not a yeah. favorable draw there in terms of the scheduling at all. Yeah. Good, good point. Uh, we're up against it, Julian, but you also like yep. Gonzaga team total over in this game today, and I, I piggyback that as well. I like that one. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Julian Edlow. The podcast for DraftKings is called the Unreasonable Odds Podcast. Great job yesterday. Good luck today and tomorrow as well, Julian. Thanks for the time. All right, anytime. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Yeah, be good. Um, several books out here in Las Vegas don't offer team totals, but if you shop around where you live, I think that you're probably going to have a decent shot of finding team totals in these games. More college basketball coming up next. We'll get to the evening games. Don't make this conference an underdog. You don't want to mess with them. 12 and 2, last 14 in this spot. We'll tell you coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness for only $19. You get unlimited access to the daily best bets, every pick from every host and guest, the betting guide, which is awesome. It's a breakdown of every team, Cinderella selections, picks on every game, and you get full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament, only $19, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. All right, first session in the early evening games, early evening at least out here on the West Coast in the Pacific time zone, 
as uh, FDU takes on Purdue. FDU, very impressive in the play-in game the other night as a 16 seed. Purdue, a team that nobody buys into. Overall, their numbers on the season are tremendous. And again, they qualify as a team that historically would make a deep run, uh, Elite Eight style of run, potentially even to the Final Four. Uh, but I think that this team also probably peaked a long time ago during the season. I mean, they have ultra-impressive wins, yep. but it's not the same team that we saw back in November and December. Now, Edie is so good, and he's going to be the National Player of the Year. How far can a guy like that carry them if their guards are not hitting from the outside? Their season's probably going to come to an end. But if the team is hitting their shots, okay then. Um, I think they can prove well, a lot of people wrong. And you saw in the early games where the, the, the 16 didn't have a chance. And it was just so easy for the one with Bama and Kansas, although I don't know if that'll happen uh, with uh, Purdue. But, you know, as Matt mentioned, how bad Fairley Dickinson is defensively. Yeah. But the other thing, I can't believe the coach just is asking for the kid. Ca- he knows the camera's on him. I'm surprised by that. And to say, guys, gather around. Are you ready for this? The more I watch Purdue, the more I think we're going to win. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I just can't believe he would say that. That's silly. Which you, you beat a Texas Southern team, which didn't have many wins, and you look great, but my God. I can't believe he did that. So Purdue will have their full attention. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Edie just has a field day and yeah. like a, a 30 and, and 32 point game or something like that. Yeah. Um, in fact, you know what? I'm going to check out his player props here yeah. to find out what that is. Both points and rebounds. DraftKings will have that both, but that's, yep. yeah, I, I, I'm surprised he did that. Um, I, I, we, I think we're on different sides of this other one here, but. I, I like Kentucky. No, I, I, I have yeah. bad Providence. Okay, no. okay. I, I, I want to go against Providence, how poorly they played down the stretch. But also, it goes back to what I said earlier about what's your A game look like. And Kentucky beat Tennessee, and they beat Arkansas. Uh, there's been some ugly losses in there, and I know they were all over Cal earlier in the season. But, mama, I just think about the, the tire fire this could be if he loses this game. Because you lose last year in the 215 to St. Peter's, and you had so much talent. And then you lost to Vandy in the SEC tournament. Yeah. So I think it's too low here. And it's not so much, uh, you know, Kentucky, but and, and at times they did look very good. But it's all, it's an, totally anti-Providence here. I'm seeing Edie, by the way, for what it's worth, 22 and a half points. Really? You want to go over that? Oh, yes. And that's available at plenty of shops. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, again, Providence, <clears throat> excuse me, is one of those teams that qualifies with their overall year-long numbers as... Some someone that's not going to go very far in the tournament. Again, they're they're, st- they're they're not a great basketball team. You questioned the Big East a little bit earlier today during the show. Um, on the season, offensively, they're fine. There's some metrics have them top twenty. Defensively, those where it really stands out, they're not even in the top one hundred and twenty in the country. So um, I've watched this Kentucky t- uh, team play a lot this year. They are so inconsistent that it's tough for me to back them. But I also don't want to fade them either because this team. This is, um, I said this about Arkansas yesterday, and why I did not want to bet Arkansas against Illinois on the show is because I thought that Arkansas could beat Kansas, but I also thought there was a chance where they could lose to Illinois. To me, Kentucky can not only win this game, but they can go on to beat K-State and make it to the Sweet 16 and maybe even beyond that. The problem is, like, I just, I can't trust Calipari. I, I, yeah. I, we, we talked about this, I think, back in February. Talent-wise, when I said back then that you might want to take a peek at Kentucky at 50-1 to 1 in the future market, it's because they're going to have as much talent as almost any team they're playing against on any given day. The problem is that guy is also going to get out-coached 90-plus percent of the time. Hmm. So um, 
I do think they should have they should be able to to win this game and cover against Providence. But again, you can tell by me talking about this guy, I don't have a lot of faith. You know what else you could do? Watch what happens in the two games before this. What does Marquette look like? And what happens in Iona, Connecticut? If you're anti-Big East and not buying That was one of the things we said with the Mountain West yesterday. Right. That's what I want to look at, too. Uh, maybe you want to get even more on, on Kentucky if they struggle early on. Especially because we, we went over it quick. But if Iona can hang against UConn, and I, I just think the numbers are off with UConn. Yeah. When you just see how uh, the, the, the metrics are in love with them. They also were in love with Utah State, too. So, That's but then right. again, Iona hasn't played anybody. They played, uh, mm-hmm. they have one win against a top 75 team with three years with Patino, but that, that's something to watch. If Iona hangs in there today, I think it's sound the yeah. alarms on the Big East. Have you heard one person say or make the case that they love Miami against Drake? Not many, no. which is surprising. I, I, I like Miami. Uh, certainly, uh, Matt mentioned DeVries, the kid that can shoot, mm-hmm. uh, but. When you look at all these numbers with the Missouri Valley and the success they've had in the tournament, mostly it's Loyola, though, going back. But they're small. They're going to slow it down. They, they're they're 3-10 and, and rebounding. Um, that could be a problem. No depth. They only play seven guys, and Miami get up and go. Push, push, push. Miami doesn't defend. But I just think this is way too much respect for the Bulldogs here. Uh, and, and again, everyone likes to pick the 12 against 5. Yeah. Uh, well, 0-2 yesterday. Just blindly bet, betting the 12, like Seth Davis when he was yeah. filling out the bracket on Sunday on CBS. Right, so you're halfway there. to that. There was almost 5-1 to one on the no would have uh-huh. 12 win a game. Yep. So if this, you can't get this one, you're in trouble. But the defense, again, Miami 132, Drake 44. But then the offense, Miami solid on offense and Drake yep. uh, in the 90s. Um, but I, I think I think Miami gets it done. I, the total's intriguing too. I but because who will dictate tempo in this one? Well, I don't uh, know that's. Uh, but maybe Drake runs with, with Miami. I don't know. But yeah, this I, is this is going to be a good game. Miami tends to do that to almost all of their opponents. The way it seems. By the way, for what it's worth, you said how the Missouri Valley has been in the tournament going back. They are twelve and two. They've covered twelve of their last fourteen and are eighteen six and one ATS since two thousand and seven as an underdog or a pick'em. So, like you said, a lot of that's Loyola Chicago. But overall, the Missouri Valley, for the last, I don't know, what, 20 years, they've been a solid conference in the tournament. And, yeah, since 2013, 19-6-1 ATS overall in NCAA tournament games. But I'm, I'm with you. Like, I think this number has gotten, like, it's, it's sitting at two. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like, like a money line bet at Miami wouldn't, or even laying the two like you did earlier, not, not awful. Yeah. Well, they're hot, though. I mean, Drake's won 13 of 14. Man, they were impressive. uh, Yes, they were. They were. I mean, that kid, but that's, it goes back to also a lot of these, how do they officiate and how do they call it? Because you're looking at guys who, if you don't have any depth, and you know, how these, a lot of these guys are whistle happy with some of these calls. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, you send guys to get in foul trouble, and that could be it. Okay, so what are we going to get from Gonzaga, not only today, but in this tournament? They're laying a huge number. They're a three seed, and their offense is number one in the country. Wow, Arizona was fourth. So, I mean, yeah. it's, but I, I think they'll, they'll draw something up, though, today, unlike Arizona. Oh, Grand Canyon is, uh, def- defensively, they're, yeah. higher, they're ranked higher than number 200 in the country, defensively. Right. And, so, they, and a big surprise. They were the five seed in the WAC. No, that's, they were not going to win the WAC. Utah no. Valley gave that game they, away. They gave the whole tournament away. Yeah. Yes. So, I'm with Julian Edlow, who came on 15 minutes ago and uh, said, well, 
the, the Gonzaga team total over in this game is 85 and a half. This team can push 100 points today. The first half team total is 41 and a half. Uh, this team is probably peaking right now, um, playing mm-hmm. their best basketball the entire season. They were a machine in the West Coast Conference, which is good, and they tore apart a good defensive team and a solid team overall in St. Mary's. And it just, like, the last two years, the expectations for this program in the tournament were just, it's, you have to win it or it's going to be a failure. Yep. Two years ago, they were undefeated, made it to the title game. Last year, they bowed out early in the uh, Sweet 16. I, I just, I think the sky is the limit for this Gonzaga team. I, I love the no way pressure. they're playing right now. Yep, like yeah. Adam Hill said, no pressure. And yep. he talked to Timmy uh, when he was at that tournament as well. So I think you have something there, and, and certainly they should be able to get whatever they want offensively in this game coming up. Uh, one thing I failed to mention, uh, is Miami underrated? I mean, how underrated is Miami? Because when you, they have, their seven losses are by six. You go, but seven, their losses are by seven, six, two, two, three, and one. Duke got them by seven in the in the ACC tournament. Right. Lost by one to Florida State, big favorite, blew the game. Lost by three at Pitt tournament team. Lost by two at NC State tournament team. Lost, uh, blown out of Maryland. But other than that, the, the losses are all close. Yeah, I think that program gets underrated uh, annually. There was a year, I think mid like 2010, like 2014, something like that, where Miami won the ACC regular season and the ACC tournament, and they gave them a two seed. Yeah, it was right. the only time in history where the ACC regular season and tournament champ never got a one seed. It's because Miami wasn't named Duke or North Carolina. It's absurd. I was screaming from the mountaintops, you cannot do this to Miami. And then guess what happened? They lost early in the tournament. But they deserved a one seed that year. Never got it. So this year, your point might be spot on with that team maybe being a little underrated up next we'll hit the late late games it wasn't pretty for virginia yesterday a lot of betters expect the same today for this well-respected program we'll tell you who that is coming up next this is follow the money on vsan Right back at it today, USC and Michigan State coming up in a few hours. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. Great house specials and menu can win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their squares. If the numbers on your square match the final score, you win. Qualifying wagers, bonuses, credit use, full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. I think the late, late session tonight is awesome in college. The whole day is great. But the games that we have on the slate tonight, Paulie, Florida Atlantic and Memphis, Phenomenal. 8-9 uh, matchup. Montana State against K-State. I don't know. Could the dog be barking in that game? Kent State against my, uh, Indiana. That number is now going up on Indiana. Four and a half the way it looks pretty much across the board. I don't think it's going to go well for Montana State. Oh, you don't think so? No, nah, at the history of this league. Remember, they lost by... Oh, they got beat by 35 last he year. He almost gave up 100 to Texas Tech. Yeah, people were making the case for Montana State to win the game last year. <laughs> yeah, right. They could be lethal this here. Is, could be deadly. It's a 1-21 run for the big sky going back straight up. So, uh, yeah, I don't think. But yeah, a, lot of, not a lot of respect, though, when you see the point spread. So, yeah. that uh, right? But you're right. It's a, it's a phenomenal schedule on paper coming up. I will say that... Florida Atlantic, their games were on CBS Sports Network a lot this year, so you had a chance to watch them play. They're impressive. No and, doubt. And then Memphis, because of the, the way that that conference oh, works, the their, their games are a lot on Sunday, no, so they're, they're not going to be on TV. No, everything reeks about this matchup. I hate it. If they're not a 9, they're not an 8. Memphis is too good to be an 8. Florida Atlantic, it would be nice if they would have been playing a, a big-time school. 
Uh, but again, the, you you I, you, you want to say, is this Charleston or Oral Roberts part two? God, I hope not. But 31-3? and three, But the success that this conference has had in the tournament year in, year out? Well, Florida And winning games? They're... they're Let's be, they're better than those two teams. Oh, absolutely. They're it's probably much better. Team. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But again, Memphis, they they blew out Boise last year in the 8-9 game, and then they're up 10 on Gonzaga. Yeah. Best team in the country. And Gonzaga had to be, make all the plays down the stretch just to win the game. So here's another one. I mean, Memphis, eight losses, couple to Houston, all close by a combined 30 points. Yeah. So they, they're underrated. Uh, and then, but Florida Atlantic... Big into the kind of like they play like an NBA team. Close twos and threes. Get rid of this mid-range crap. So 84% of their shots are close twos or threes. And I was very impressed with them in uh, the finals of the Conference USA tournament when they ran out a good UAB team. No problem. Oh, yeah. So their A game was fantastic. UAB was favored in the game. That's right. That shows you the strength of the league, and you're, you're right. So... I did play Memphis, though, again. It's a great matchup, but it's a, it's unfortunate that this is the 8-9 game. It shouldn't be the 8-9 game. Both teams, the committee did a poor job seeding them. I'll tell you, Paulie, I think I bet one game over yesterday. It was Duke-Oral Roberts. It had no chance. Oral Roberts was a dead team, uh, and they, they were scared, and they admitted that uh, during the game. The, ang- the unders that I bet, the first half unders got there early on. It took a lot for the Virginia game to get there. And the other game I bet also came in. This I'm bringing that up because this total is 153 for the game. And the numbers scream like you're going to get a lot of points, right? Memphis is 26th overall in offense, and they're 24th in pace. Florida Atlantic on offense, also a very good team. And they can, they're about 120 in yeah, pace, yeah. right around that number. So in yeah. theory, like it, it shakes out to where we're going to get a lot of points. I, I, but I can't bet over. This to me would be a look at an under for the full game, I, I like to flip it here and maybe go under for the first half as well. Um, Balance team. What did I see? Nope. Uh, uh, there's an angle where the first half unders were 9-1 and one yesterday. What? The first half unders, yes. Really? Oh, Yo, yeah. I'll get that for you here in a minute. I thought the Bama went over, the Kansas went over? Okay. Uh, short. Oh, here uh, you go. No. Well, it, this is, it's, I'll give it for you. Since 2014, it's, it's a seeding thing. Seeds between 4 and 8 in the first round, 67% yesterday, 9-1. and one. Oh, okay. Okay. So I did say if you break it down and, you know, you can come up with any narrative that you want. But, yeah. Uh, May, the coach of Florida Atlantic in his first tournament. Do with that what you want. Going against Penny. Uh, now, so not a lot of size with Florida Atlantic. Why mm-hmm. Memphis could beat them up down low. They're a balanced team. Uh, offense and defense with Florida Atlantic. And it's 44% three rate as well. So I'd love to see the Owls win. But uh, I think Memphis will be too much for them down low as well. And then the, the Kent State-Indiana game has all the makings, too. I mean, I was just, I was so impressed with Kent State in the MAC tournament, especially in the championship game. Toledo had won 17 in a row. Oh, yeah. And they ripped right through them and scored 90 points. Uh, and, and it was a good league this year. But, but, they went on the road and led by four with less than four minutes left at Gonzaga. They went to Houston and the game was tied late goes back to your A game. Uh, so the issues they've had are at times have been offensively. They're cooking with Crisco right now and how great they've been offensively, especially what happened against Toledo. So if they can score and knock down shots against Indiana, giddy up and go here. Because Indiana, 15-2 and two at home, 7-9 and nine away. But if you can do that on the road against two tough 
the, 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 one of the best teams in the country and Gonzaga and two tough places to play, you have my full attention. How about this? How about a future bet on one of the teams here in this specific pod, these four teams, to come out of this region? Houston is wobbly now. Sasser injured again last night and another, oh, another yeah. injury on top of it. Oh, Kent Cal- State, Drake. And I'm India. talking Kent State. I'm talking Drake, Miami, yeah. and Indiana. Can you make the case for one of those four teams to win the region? I absolutely think that you can. Yep. The winner here, and yeah. they're going to get the Houston Auburn winner. Uh, I think that this is why I'm bringing up Indiana to me. I had them at plus 550 to win the Big Ten tournament, and they fell to a kind of a blazing hot Penn State team at this point. But Indiana to me would have been good enough to beat Purdue for a third time this season. Like I've I've said this about a handful of teams. Arkansas is one of them. I just said about Kentucky. I'll say it about Indiana. To me, Indiana can either lose this game or that team. I'm not going to be surprised if they play Texas to go to the Final Four. Okay. But this game tonight, I think, is going to be super exciting to watch. And I would actually lean the four and a half points taking them with Kent State. Total is 140. I think we're probably going to get some points in that game, too. Also lost by two at Charleston. I mean, just see the the close losses and how they were in these games. And uh, uh, but they look 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 at this: 89, 79, 93, 76, 82. I mean, Kent State's been scoring now. Yep. So the the offensive numbers don't jump off the screen at you. But if if they're if they're scoring and knocking down shots, they could. You're right. They could win a couple games and make a deep run. And it's a league that's had a lot of success. Ohio's won a bunch of games. Here in, in the MAC, Kent State made the run a long time ago. I think Gates was on that team that went to the Elite Eight. So that was a while ago. But I mean, the MAC has won a lot of games here going back the last uh, 15, 20 years. By the way, we had two four seeds play yesterday. Neither one of them covered. Before yesterday, they were 11, 20, and 1 ATS last eight tournaments. That's the 4 13. 4 13 matchup. Fours, fours have been terrible covering games. Okay. They, they did not come come in yesterday, and we have Indiana playing today in Connecticut laying the nine and a half points. All right. Big Ten teams as a four seed. Again, you're breaking you're really breaking it down here. But they're three twelve and one ATS last sixteen tournament tries. That's twenty percent. And then the other game tonight that we have is Arizona State and TCU. Uh, I said it right away after the playing game. I mean, if if Arizona State shoots like that, they're going to win the whole thing. That's why I don't think. Well, how much that, was that's it? not going to continue? Yeah, I'm sorry. I had I wanted to ask you though. How much was it good Arizona State or bad bad Reno? Oh, I thought it was really good Arizona. State. Yeah, yes, but also was horrible the defense though. Yeah, but they were they were getting to the I basket any time they wanted. They and, were also hitting every single shot sure. they put up. Reno was also fouling guys shooting threes. They were in foul trouble. They were yeah. in a bonus early. This should go over, right? This could be up tempo too. Don't I, you think? I, I think it. Yeah, I think it will be. I mean, Arizona State was they were pushing the ball nonstop in that playing game. Yep. Yep. By the way, there's there is a good nugget here. On, I think this is going to apply for round number two. This is from our buddy uh, Bernie Fratto. Yeah, this is good. Okay. It um, since 2005, Princeton. Mm-hmm. Yep. Double digit underdogs have won outright 21 times. In the following game, they're four and seventeen ATS. That would qualify. Yeah, Princeton would be one of the teams so far. And if we get any more like that, I mean, it's the next game where it's usually, and it didn't happen for St. Peter's last year. They went on that crazy run. 
but generally the Cinderella is going to last for a game, and that's going to be pretty much it. Actually, the day wasn't that nuts. You just had a 15 win, which has happened three years in a row now. No, but after it would, but you only had four so so-called upsets when you look at the seating. And that, that prop cashed under was four and a half. Do you realize so, how I many... mean, the Furman thing wasn't a surprise. Everyone was on Furman. Yeah, but I thought we had high drama. Sure. Yesterday. We almost had a buzzer beater off the bat. Almost had West two Ridge. of them. Yes. Uh, that and the Furman game. Yes. Close. I yeah. think there was actually a third game where you almost had a buzzer beater. Why did the kid go off one leg for West Virginia? Why didn't he take a normal shot? The, the whole thing I couldn't understand. Why did he go one leg? He had it. I mean, it was... I thought the referees, both sides... That was, Paulie, that game almost took three hours in regulation. That's unacceptable. Yeah. Up next, VEASAN host Tim Murray is going to join the program. Loves himself some college basketball. We'll get his best bets on today's card coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is follow the money on vsan DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. Huge wins again at DraftKings Casino. A player bet six cents and won 59000 on Divine Fortune. Another player bet $10 and won 33000 on Mega Joker. Download the DraftKings Casino app. New customers can get a deposit match up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds when you sign up. Just download it and use code VEASAN. DraftKings Casino app. Use the code VEASAN to claim the offer. Tim Murray joins the program now, co-host on uh, VEASAN Primetime weeknights at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock out here on the West Coast. Also, the uh, VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast as well, which is hot and heavy this time of year, obviously. Tim, good morning. How are you today? 
I'm great, fellas. Uh, interesting day yesterday, uh, to say yep. the least. But, uh, hey, that's the beauty of this tournament, and we're back at it for 16 more today. Yeah. You win some, you lose some, you pick up the scraps, you move on to day number two. Okay, uh, before we get into the games that you like, actually, today, what was your takeaway last night from the Duke Oral Roberts game? And then moving forward, what that means for this Duke number against Tennessee as the Blue Devils are our three-point favorite here? Yeah, I mean, look, Duke has been one of the hottest teams in college basketball. There's no, d- no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, in the uh, contest that that Matt Humans is is running on his show, VEASAN tonight, I, I took the points of Laurel Roberts. You know, we have to we had to pick five games, and, I, you know, I was debating a couple other. And I was like, you know what? This team could shoot it. They got some seniors, and uh, that's the type of team that I want to back in uh, in this situation. What, they were down 17 nothing or whatever it was. Um, and Duke entering this, you know, dance, as we saw from many, uh, including Mr. Humans, uh, it was a hot team to make the final four. And I totally understood that the way that they've been playing and the way they've been defending, but it, it feels like a little bit. And, I, and that's the interesting thing, guys. I'm you know, curious to get your thoughts about it. We're at the point of the tournament now. When you head into the second round, the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, where it becomes reactionary, where people who don't watch a ton of college basketball are now watching these games and reacting to it in the betting market. And I could just tell you right now, I mean, what what do you think the splits will be from the betting public oh. on Duke, Tennessee? And and look, it's not like I'm racing the back Rick Barnes or anything like that. I mean, that's that's the issue. I wish Tennessee was someone else because I'm not a a big Tennessee believer, and nor should really anybody be after the performance that they had, you know, last night. And you look at Rick Barnes historically; he's now two and fourteen over his last sixteen games, two and fourteen ATS over his last sixteen games. But that number at three, you just know that the public's going to say, "Wow, that is cheap." So I'm going to sit back and wait and see where this number goes. Uh, shot quality, which I think is such a great resource, mm-hmm. uh, actually said that Duke should have won by one point cool. yesterday instead of 23. So take that for what you will. Okay. Very good. Wow. Very good. Very good. So the f- today's the final day of the contest. Your best bet is Drake. Why do you like Drake against Miami? Because I like trendy dogs, Paul, or uh, trendy upsets. That's <laughs> why. No. Uh, you know, it was funny. I was doing a hit with, uh, with JVT over the weekend here on VSIN, and he said, Give me a mid major to watch. And, you know, I knew a lot of people would probably, you know, say Oral Roberts, which, hey, that worked out well for them. Um, but, but Drake is a team to me that has all the components of a team that you want to back that could make a run. They've got a legit future pro. I think Tucker DeVries will play mm-hmm. pro basketball for a long time. I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar, but Tucker DeVries is, is legit. You know, six, seven forward. Uh, gets gets his buckets, you know, 19 points a game, Missouri Valley Player of the Year. He's the son of the head coach, uh, Dar- Dar- uh, Darian DeRees. So th- he's got that. Then you've got this veteran backcourt uh, with with grown men, you know, 24 years old in the backcourt, all seniors. Roman Penn, one of their guards, all-conference guard, was playing college basketball in 2017 at Siena. I mean, he's been around for ages. and those are the types of teams that I that I like to back. You look at, you know, experience, you know, almost three years of experience, uh, a team that is not elite offensively, but they can defend top 50 defensively and, you know, pretty solid on the offensive metrics at, you know, top 50 and three point shooting, top 100 and two point field goal percentage. And then you look at their opponent, Miami, 
Not a very good defensive team. Darn good offensively. Uh, they are veteran laden. They do have Jim Laranega, who's one of my favorite coaches uh, because of you know my ties to the D.C. area and his mm-hmm. run at George Mason in 06. But you know the last aspect to it is uh, is the health of Omir, the uh, the big man sure. for uh, for Miami. And you know videos out. He was at practice yesterday. He looked looked pretty good. Uh, Jim Laranega said they'll check the swelling and see how he is. Still kind of a game time decision, but expecting him to play. But how healthy is he going to be? Because I feel like that team is completely different if Omir is not 100% healthy. And we saw that in the semifinals against Duke where, you know, they they couldn't finish it out. So I get it. Very trendy. Uh, we, we've seen the number move very quickly uh, or it did initially, and now it's kind of settled in at two. So, uh, yeah, I believe the Bulldogs are going to get it done today and and have an opportunity in that little pod there to to make some noise and maybe even make the Sweet 16 to take on a Houston team. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Tim Murray, our guest, co host of VSIN Primetime, weeknights, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific, here on the Vegas Stats and Information Network. You also uh, host the College Basketball Betting Podcast. You did one yesterday, so I'm guessing that it, that includes all of the games for today as well. Yeah, so the yeah. Uh, the College Basketball Betting Podcast is actually the final hour of VSIN tonight with uh, with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds, where all 50 good picks from the contest are in there. So it's uh, it's kind of in your face, just throwing you all the picks. And uh, uh, I think uh, also I'm trying to remember the uh, the guest there, but yeah, all 50 picks from uh, from the contest for today's games are in the feed right now. Yeah, you can get that at vsin.com/slash/podcast. Subscribe, listen. It's awesome. Okay, so then the Memphis and uh, Florida Atlantic game today. Memphis, a small favorite here. Both these teams are really, really good, Tim. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure you've watched both these teams play a lot this year. Who do you like? So I like Memphis. And it, it, look, it's not a bet that I, you know, is the, the greatest bet in the world uh, because we know how those always play out. And I was, uh, I was a bit frustrated that we got this matchup because I think both of these teams are absolutely capable of making a run. I, mm-hmm. I think the committee kind of did both these teams dirty a little bit. I would have loved to yep. see them play, yep. you know, uh, a power five team and, you know, not play each other, but Hey, such is life. That's what we got. Uh, I really like Florida Atlantic. This isn't a knock on the owls, uh, but Memphis is one of those teams guys, as we've seen in years past, whether it be Kemba Walker or Shabazz Napier They've got a guard that I think can get them very, very deep in Kendrick Davis. Uh, if you just jumped in and, and saw him play against Houston in the AAC championship game, you're like, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is that guy. Uh, he is phenomenal, elite scorer, and he's been doing this for a long time, guys. I mean, he's a fifth-year senior. He was at SMU last year, highly, highly, highly recruited in the portal, and Memphis won that battle. And they've got size, too. DeAndre Williams is a baller, 6'9", forward down low. He's going to get his buckets, too. So I look at just the age experience that this team has. Elijah McCadden is another guy, senior. Alex Lomack is a fifth-year senior. He's been with that program forever. Uh, He played for uh, for Penny, I think, in AAU ball when he was, like, in sixth grade. I mean, he's been with Penny Hardaway for a long, long time. So – it's unfortunate that we have to get this matchup in the first round, but I think if Memphis can squeak by Florida Atlantic, I believe that they have a shot to take down Purdue, which is a fascinating matchup in and of itself, which we can get to, to Purdue and uh, Fairleigh Dickinson, which is 
just if you just want comic relief, take a look at that game tonight. Uh, but I, you know, I took Memphis on the money line. Uh, it, it's a pick'em game or, or a coin toss game. It's one and a half two for a reason. Florida Atlantic's legit. Dusty May has done an incredible job there with that program. But I'm gonna back a a fifth year senior guard. Last note on this one, guys. If you look at your bracket, they've played four. They've played a number one seed four times. Houston three times. They also played Alabama in the non-conference. They're four and zero ATS. And they have an outright win, which they just got mm-hmm. in the AAC championship yeah. game. So they are not afraid of anybody. So like I said, if they could take out Florida Atlantic, which won't be easy, I think they could make him run, potentially. You can follow Tim on Twitter. He is at one Tim Murray. You can get that podcast, the VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast. It is superb. Tim, thanks for waking up today early uh, again. We appreciate that. And best of luck here on a Friday. Appreciate it, fellas. Enjoy the games today. Yep, Thank you too. On St. Patty's Day, by the way. Yeah. I, I got the green on. There you go. Careful. I got, the, I got the green blazer on here today. Moderation. Don't oh, get out of oh, control. Y- you will absolutely see moderation from most people in Las Vegas. It's a long day. Yeah. Uh, I've been doing this for going to sports mm. books for 20 years this, this weekend. If you want to see what death looks like on a person walking around, it's this weekend. Yeah. It's like, holy well, hell, what happened to you last night? You can get after it at night. That's okay. Because uh, Furman, San Diego State is a standalone, yep. and Duke, Tennessee is a standalone. So you'll be okay there. You can sleep in. Yep. How are the props looking after day one? That and more college basketball next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.